0: I think upon your goodness, and your faithfulness each day. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor John Joseph. John Joseph is a pastor, teacher, and an evangelist of this world. He's the father of Real Grace Chapel, a thriving church in the heart of Lagos, Nigeria. Be blessed as you listen to this message. In the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, demons we will have to play. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory.
1: Together for Jesus this morning, glory be to God. How many of you are getting excited that today is another day to be blessed? Today is another day of a special encounter. We are going to be blessed like never before. Lift your hands to heaven as we bless His holy name. For you are great, you do miracles so great. There is no one else like you.
0: There is no one else like
1: you. Oh, there is no one else like you. There
0: is no one else like you. For you. Oh, you are great. Oh, yes. You know miracles so great. There is no one. There
1: is no one else. My mother is no one
0: else like you. There is no one else like you. Sing it again. For you are great. For you are great. Yes, you do miracles. So great. Morning, Father
1: because there is none to be compared to you what a privilege to be called your children who are we that you are mindful of us you give it all for us you give up everything to have us as your children we love you Father we can never repay your goodness we thank you we honor you. Come this morning and teach us. We are your children. Open the eyes of our understanding that we may know you more, Lord. Thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Can somebody shout a louder, amen? Amen. You may please be seated. Glory be to God. This morning, I want to welcome you all to church because it's going to be another great time in His presence. Alright? It's going to be another glorious time. Another time of revelation. Another time of encounter with the Word of God. Are you getting it ready now? Glory be to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. First Corinthians chapter one verse eighteen. First Corinthians one eighteen. The interpretation team are they are they uh, I can't hear them, I can't feel them. My interpretation team are they there? Pardon? Okay, good. So in case you are having um, those of us who like to have the service interpreted, especially in Yoruba language, um, that we, you can take advantage of that under the canopy. So, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18, I'm continuing on the subject of the powers. The series is the powers of a cross. Now I am on the deaths of Christ. And I'm also now teaching on under that, that subject, what it means to die, all right? For what does, when we say that, what does it mean to, I, I know that the reason why, you know, when you say what it means to die, you know, it's kind of something that we are not used to hearing in church, really. And it's like, are you saying you should go and kill ourselves? This kind of sermon is scary. Even the title, what it means to, to die. I remember some time ago, um, Bishop Dag, when he released a particular book on um, suffering, a publisher looked at the book and said, This is not a good title. It's not going to sell. Well, for the last time we checked now, Bishop Dag has pr- published over 30 million books. Only a few. Authors have crossed that milestone, 30 million books. And amazingly, he is one of the most successful authors that I know because he just stayed with the message of the cross. Those who stayed with other subjects that is attractive or appealing to the ears, a lot of them have faded away to oblivion. Yeah. You must get to the point where your life is centered around doing what pleases God. That is what will make you last. In this race that we are running as a Christian, it's not doing what is popular that will make you last. It's not doing what people love that will make you last. The fuel in our engine as children of God that will make you go very far is doing the things that pleases God. That is the fuel in the engine of a believer. Uh, The life of a believer is powered by one fuel and that fuel is not petrol, it's not diesel, it's not gasoline, it's pleasing God. So, no matter how beautiful a car is, when there is no fuel in that car, there is no movement. The, when there is no fuel in that jet, there is no movement. In fact, if it is in the air and the fuel finishes, what will happen? It will crash land. If the car is on land and uh, the fuel finishes, it will not crash land because it is already on land, but it will stop moving. When you stop pleasing God, no matter how high you have gone in life, you will crash land. When you stop pleasing God, no matter how fast you think you are moving, you may be making fast money, you may be making fast, getting fast results, people are praising you, but when that factor of pleasing God stops, everything stagnates. It stagnates. So when you, you see that there is stagnation in your life or you are crash landing, everything is crash landing, crash landing, crash landing, crash landing. Pause! And take a look and check your full level. Check! Check! You will see. Because what powers our life is pleasing God. So as I begin to, as I continue to teach on the powers of a cross i'm not teaching what is popular but i'm teaching what releases the power of god hallelujah somebody so let's go again to first corinthians chapter 1 verse 18 for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness but unto us which are saved it is what the power of God. That's why I say what powers the life of a believer is pleasing God. The cross is the power. It is the, generating, it is the generating power. It is the power that causes things to happen in our lives. Now let's go to Matthew. By now you should know all the scriptures, the, the recurring scriptures. Matthew chapter what? Matthew words. Matthew chapter 16, then verse what? Verse 31? Verse 34? Oh, verse 44? 54? Oh, 24. Then I know you are a good student. (laughs) Okay, so let's go to Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Everybody in this church should know it by now. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Matthew 16, 24. What does it say? Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will what? come after me, what's the first thing he should do? Let him or let her do what? Deny ourselves or deny himself. And the next thing is what? Deny himself and do what? Take up his cross and do what? Follow me. Then verse 25. What does it say in verse 25? For whosoever Will save his life. Will do what? Shall lose it. And the next one is what? And. Will lose his. Whosoever we what? Lose his life. For what? For whose sake? For business sake. For marriage sake. We we'll lose his life for what sake? Now do you know that even most of the most children of god are losing their life their life for other sake other things not for god's sake we lose our life for education's sake i saw one of our sisters this morning that I've gone to school I said wow i said you have become so lean she said oh i've added weight in 3 days i said wow you see i but i thank god she's a believer really but some have lost their life for education's sake. They will, they some even school in places you cannot imagine human beings can go and school. Places that naturally they will not travel to. But they will, we are ready to lose our life for education's sake. I have seen parents who will say that church is too far. But University is not too far for their children. In other words, I, I spoke to a lady the other day. She is schooling at one core part of the north, Taraba or um, Zamfara, or where? Like, the, you know, and I said to myself, will she lose her life for the sake of God, live her life and say she wants to start because and go and rent a house near where she wants to start attending church or a mission field if that Zamfara stage was maybe a mission field or a fellowship and she said I'm leaving Lagos because I want to attend I want to be closer to where my fellowship is where I can win more souls which is not Zamfara. so then she's, going to, she's decided to leave Lagos rent a house in Zamfara, just so that she can go and start attending a fellowship what do you think the world will say are you not? Are you normal? Is that not what they will say? Are you normal? I have. Uh, oh, oh, I, it's not, I have only heard some some are white men that came to Africa. People, people like Ajay Crowder is a, is um um is a is a Nigerian, and some of these people they let their comfort. Mary Slessor, left the comfort of Scotland, where there was electricity, good road, civilization, and she came to the east and began to live among the indigents in the east, where we have Cross River now, right? That area of Cross River, Aquaibom. This white woman left Scotland, where there was electricity, good road, and the comfort of life. She came to Nigeria, came to Aquaebom area, in this village setting among these traditionalists and began to live with them and do you know that when she got there she realized one of the things apart several among the several rituals that they do was that if a woman gives birth to twins she's those babies are gone is a taboo to give birth to twins but this woman who left Scotland to get to that community and village, do you know what it means to carry newborn babies and you take them to a tree and march them? Kill them, cut them into pieces. Bury them alive. This is what they were doing to twins. They will, and the children would be crying, Ma! Ma! Ah! And They will dig the oh You are, you are, you are idol you are, you are evil Evil spirit have come And they will bury some of those children alive Some of them they will match them Immortals For some rituals to appease the God Some of them they will cut them And put their blood on the, in front of the tree in front of, in front of the tree And then make some rituals To, to please the spirit world So that these demons that have come, all their sin can go back to where they came from. This was what they were doing in Nigeria. In Nigeria. But one woman decided to deny herself of a her career, of a job, of the pleasure of even having a good marriage because the dream of. Every woman is to have married, to, to be married and raise children. Mary Slessor decided to let go of this. Then, the comfort of electricity, good roads, a friend came alone to Nigeria, followed the voice of the spirit, settled down in the Aquaibom area, Cross River area, and saw this barbaric act going on. And she stood up. Said They are not devils. They are not evil spirits. And this woman prayerfully began to intercede, began to preach. She lost her life. Today, look at it in Nigeria. We cannot even, at least we have twins in our church here. They will have been, we will not have had any twins in the church. But for this woman, she lost a life. So And God used her to bring revolution that stopped that barbaric act. What are you losing your life for? Jesus said, go back to Matthew 16, 25. That when you are a child of God, the primary thing that you should lose your life for are not earthly things. For whosoever will lose it, will save his life, shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life, for my sake. You want, to, you want to, you know, the, Jesus said we'll find it. You see, the fulfillment of, in the life of a believer is not to lose it for earthly things. But amazingly, most of us as Christians are falling into this temptation of losing our life for foolish things why do I call it foolish things because these are things that have no eternal value watch it now do you understand what I'm saying these are things that have no what eternal value I have seen people lose their life for education and parents gladly just go along they are happy Because they know that, oh, education is everything. Education is everything. Education is everything. Education is everything. And children are trained to lose their life for education. Talk to that sister behind you to a state of place. What are the other things we lose our life for? Marriage. 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 Oh, people have lost, lost their life of marriage. Mothers lose their life of marriage. Most parents could have been ride, having the, riding the best cars. But because of marriage and raising children, some have lost their life for their children. Some will not wear any clothes. I remember growing up, my mother will always... I, I, I got to know where they sell things, fairly used things in Lagos because of my mom. Because she, would, she, she began to sell her clothes. She would take me along to that area in, um, um, that they sell. She would, uh, there's a place you can sell your clothes. I don't want to mention the area. So you don't go and start carrying your parents' clothes and sell there. So I, 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 some people can have an idea. But, you know, she would, my mother would carry me along, sell her clothes. So if I, she sold and sold and sold until she sold her sewing machine. Just go to that area, you can sell anything and you can buy anything. It's in this Lagos. I don't really want to mention the place. What was she doing? She was losing her life to raise her children. Well, the truth also is that if you are not ready to lose your life, you can't raise children. Mothers. I thought when I married, everything about my wife was going to be for me. But, but recently, even my baby is more powerful than me. Why One o'clock, they have to answer. why? Four o'clock, they have to answer. Since I got married, my wife has not lost her life for my sake. Because me, once I eat in the night, sometimes if I don't eat, nobody knows. But this one, she has to lose her life for, to raise a child. Because now, this child can eat... You see. Children can eat. I even hear one of our pastor's daughter, Anika, when she's hungry, she can. they know that she can talk at 2 a.m. When she wants to eat, she is eating. It's like, I don't care whether all of you are sleeping or whatever. I want to eat at 3 a.m. The food must come up. How many of you realize that? Now, if you are not ready to lose your life, you cannot be a mother, right? Because the, your children, this child says, I want to suck this breast now. Even your husband does not have such power. And you have to bring it out sometimes even in the most weirdest place. In the... That is why when you see some of these girls, you, 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 there's a difference between a girl, a lady, and a mother. Because the, as for the mother, as for the girl, the breast is for fashion. As for the mother, the breast is for feeding. So they both serve different purposes. Do you agree with me? So you see them even in the bus. Public transport. From public transport, they have to find a way of covering themselves. This child, even when you don't want to bring it out, some people will say, Madam, feed her now. Even when you are trying to do younger people, after the child begins to cry, you will see some people, Madam, what's happening now? I'll give her a breast now. Give her a breast. You know what? They are trying to, if you know you cannot bring out your breast at will, don't be a mother. I'm trying, I'm getting somewhere. I have seen even married couple ready to lose their husband for the comfort of having more money. Um, uh, uh, one of our, uh, our uh, 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 what they call them, bank, um, these people that manage your account, account officer in the bank, I asked him, say, said, oh, where's your wife? He said, my wife and children are based in Canada. He works in Nigeria. So, he goes back to Canada, I think, every three three months or every two two months. So, I said, so, you mean every three three months when when there is a special holiday? That's when you can go and see your wife. So, your family lives in Canada. He lives here in Nigeria because he got a job that was so special. You see now, but if it were to be for the work of God or for the sake of Christ you will see that such a person will not do the same thing. A lot of Christians are not Christians. You see, that is why I'm reading the Bible. That you will want to be in Canada and be worshipping in Nigeria. Or be a missionary in Nigeria. Some of them will say, oh no, if pastor, if you cannot um, provide all the things, you know, I cannot leave my family. Why? Even your family member will even fight you. What kind of church is that? Why should a church separate you from your wife? That your wife will be in Canada and your children will be in Canada? No, let them transfer you to Canada or let them bring your wife there. But the the job, or for whatever reason, the man was only here for a long period of his life is he works in Nigeria. His wife is based in Canada and nobody is seeing anything wrong with that because of the mind of the Antichrist. The mind of the Antichrist says... It's not wrong to lose your life for earthly things, but it is wrong to lose it for God's sake. That is why Jesus said, if any man will come after me, so you know that you are not coming after Jesus if you are not ready to lose your life for him. You are actually following another thing, but not Jesus. And that is why you cannot enjoy his blessing. Anita, do you understand what I'm saying? That the, if you are to follow Jesus, the price is the same. You must be ready to lose your life. That is why Paul said in Philippians chapter two, he said, "The things that were gained to me, I count them as dung." The world system fights losing your life for God. I remember when I was a missionary. To, um, to so, Ogun State and I was attacked by armed robbers and the week that day the Lord delivered me they shot at me you know and I escaped the bullet the, the bullet came right through the car and um, I, God delivered me from that attack when I got back to Lagos my mother had a very long sermon with me. And the sermon was let your church send you to somewhere in Lagos. You are risking your life too much. My mother was shaking. Of course, I don't blame her. Most mothers will. But she was shaking my life because she saw where the bullet came. If not for the Holy Spirit, I was sitting there. The Holy Spirit said they are going to shoot at you now. Now dodge your head like this. And you know, can you imagine sitting there in a the car and bullet is coming through? And the Lord told me the bullet is going to come like this. I know the newspaper of the, uh, in, the in that locality carried it. They began to call me Bond Pastor. You know. But my mother began to show me 101 reason why. In fact, it was as though why can't that pastor send his children there? Why you? Why this? And I answer her. Say, mama, the hotel I stay every weekend when I go, there are people that come to that hotel from Lagos to come and do because they are doing their masters in that school. All I've been Number University. The world does not see anything in wrong with somebody traveling from Lagos. To Olabisi Onabanjo University to come and do masters, but me as a pastor, I leave my my place of work every Friday night or early Saturday morning to drive there to also do pastoral work. I, you see, it is easier to to have this mentality. You see, it is an antichrist mentality that you as a Christian must avoid and fight in your life. Because if you die losing your life for money, you have died a foolish death. And I, I remember telling my mommy that are you saying that there are no people that died in Lagos from robbery attack? Are there no people? Who, uh, no, is that, is, am I not right? It's not the distance that guarantees safety. That was what, I think that was what said to that matter. I told my mother, I said, even if I'm in Lagos, if I'm going to die anyway, I'm going to die. Because robbers are also in Lagos. And they kill people too. It has nothing to do with where I'm going. But you know, it is very easy to say, dump God. Sacrifice God at the slightest inconvenience. And people do. Most of you also do it. Sacrifice God at the slightest inconvenience. Such, if you are like that, you are not following God. Oh, if you're not following God. Let's get it right. You see, if you don't know what you are following, you may be deceived because the devil's number one power is deception. Revelation chapter 2. He said that devil that deceived the whole world, a lot of Christians are being deceived because they are losing their life for other things. I remember when I was fasting, doing 21 days marathon in one of those period of my life. I walked on the island. I would drive myself to work and come back. And one time, somebody looked at me and said, why are you stressing yourself? Why are you stressing yourself? Do you know that why the person was saying that, why am I stressing, or why was I stressing myself, was that it is madness, I'll be rushing from Ireland to come to church here in Agege to attend video with fasting. And the question I, I kept asking them is, if Agege is my... Or island, I'm working for money here. Are there not people who wake up every morning to work on the island and stay on a The world does not say anything wrong with that. What the devil thinks has made us to think that Christianity is just a, what do you call it? Um, a spare tire. And God is a spare tire in your life. That does not deserve the very best. Um, I was talking with uh, I think Pastor Daniel was one telling me recently that his cousin came, whether his sister, his cousin, and came to their house recently, and said she she came to she wanted to come and rest. Is that what he said he came to do? She wanted to come and rest, and said why? Then he said he realized that one of the trending words online now is the word that you see. Just look for some, just go and rest, then somebody will take care of you. I, am I right? Oh, he said, is that not what he told me? He said, that I think you are said, that, that is one of the trending words. I said, wow, now I, started, I, I was able to marry a, a recent event in church with that statement. And I said, oh, okay, now I understand. Now, do you know something? Social media now, 90, over 90%. 8 of, or let me know, is 95% of the content are Antichrist. And there is no way you can still be addicted to your social media life today that evil things will not easily stick to you. There is no way. Imagine my, 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 anyone that wants to be a Christian. Now, nah, firebrand Christian that is not ready to lose your social media life, you have actually seen the number one thing that will kill your spirituality. Because everywhere now on the social media, in fact, I, I was telling somebody, when we began to talk about this thing, and I said, so you, he said, so he said, it's trending. He said, "Now nah, a lot of things are trending. He said, even now, when they are advertising products online now, they are looking for girls with boobs or whatever to advertise it. Comedians are doing comedy that will just show maybe one boy is following one big bottom or whatever. You know, and all those, am I right, people? It, 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 why are you all pretending? There's a news app, Opera. I, I, just, I thought that, okay, I, was just, I wanted to just begin to listen to news, so I downloaded Opera. And at a point, I realized that Opera, even the common news you know, Opera will coin it, we rephrase we, we it in such a way that, yeah, what? buari just, you know, in such a way that we just, they just wanted to always open that opera up. Then on Saturday, then I realized that opera began to send to me new five uh, sex tiles that you can use to satisfy. I thought it was a mistake the first Saturday. Then the next week, is said, new sex. And, I said, ah. and there are single sisters and single brother. Who have this app? Even me, I have to say, delete now. If you're a Christian, you have a para-app on your app. You are done for. Because every time, what are you looking for? Look, what is the news you are looking for? News readers are non-newsmakers. You cannot have it. Instagram, oh my goodness gracious, merciful God. Instagram, in fact, has ground your life. Or oh, Instagram is grounding and grounding people's life like no man's business. You just open and you are just from one thing to the other, 30 minutes, and you know one thing, you try it. You just try that one day you are not going to be on your... This is how you know whether there's a problem with you. that Whether that spirit has caught up with you. Wake up on Monday and say, Today is my social media free day. And you realize that after one hour, once you are less busy your, your aunt now has a special life of its own That has been programmed to just look for your phone Go and try it, you see what I'm saying Any small opportunity you have now You just want to open it you just want to, It's like you are not by default when you are less busy Check what I'm saying You don't think of opening your Bible You don't think of opening a spiritual book by default, your mind is now been taken over to just go and either look for a news or for your Instagram status or for whatever status. No, go and try what I'm saying. You know, some of you know it already. There is a problem. And the problem is this. You are not ready to follow Jesus. You think you are following him But there is only one voice you are going to hear at the end of the day. And that is depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, for I know you not. So they will say, oh, I do this in your name. I I go to church in your name. I'm a worker in your name. But you see, all your work is being polluted now because you are not ready to lose your life. Look at your prayer life. Look at your prayer life. You are more of a social media person than a prayer person now. There's a problem. The God of Facebook, the God of Instagram, the God of, you know, one day, when we are having um, um, the last chapel award night, I was here. Somebody was already taking selfie in the church. Yeah, somebody was seated and already, I said, I said one of the sisters. And I said, look, I said, even you are so carried away, we, we were collecting offering. The only thing, the, the person does not mean I'm. The person does not mean am. But the name of the person begins with a letter between A to Z. So we find out. Just look for any letter between A to Z. But what I'm saying is that right there in the church the person was already taking selfie. I, I'm serious. God is my witness. I know what I'm saying. I just looked to that direction and the person was You see, i I can challenge you such a person's spiritual life between if zero is worse, ten is best. I can challenge you that just such a person's spiritual life cannot be more than one or two. Because there must be something that is taking over the mindset that even at any slight inconvenience, your mind is tilting towards that. The devil does not want you to hear this kind of sermon because he wants to reign in your life. Do you know the price you have to pay? The price of losing, 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 losing your life. Losing, to lose your life is to lose the things that brings natural pleasure to you. Anything that makes you naturally, that brings natural pleasure to you, oftentimes you have to check it twice, it's not from God. Check it out. You see, I told you people don't give offering for this kind of message. Jesus did not lower the bar. Say, if you are not able to lose your life, you cannot have me. But do you know what you have is the other way that you are losing Jesus to have the world. You have lost your prayer life to have Facebook now. You have lost your Bible to have Instagram. The rate at which you, some of us, update our status. If we can update our spiritual life like that, it should have been better. No memory of us. When we, if God can open some of us, our hearts now, you will see even Christians now are looking for dating sites all around the place to chat, to join. They are in this group, they are in that group. Some of you, if you check their phone now, they have over 100 groups WhatsApp group on their phone. Every time, the battery is always running low. Do you know why? Because <laughs> oh God. When I, I, I told somebody the other time, I said, the reason why some of these people, their battery is running low is not because of Rise to Glory. It's not because of Rise to Glory. No, unless you know, am I right or wrong? Oh, am I? So when I hear my battery ran low, I said, check what, what made it run low. You want to, be, you want to join Rise to Glory? Huh? You want your battery to join Rise to Glory? You're going be ready to lose some groups. You're ready to lose your groups. It's. I, oh. Are you with me? No, are you with me? You don't like this message, but the truth... See, let Matthew six twenty-five remain on the screen. Bring the verse 25. Just leave it there for some time. So that we can know the words of Jesus. The qualification to follow Jesus. This is him saying it. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake. For my sake. Oh, I will lose our life for the sake of our jobs. Oh, yeah. I will lose our life for the sake of money. One time, I was up at night working on my computer because I needed to deliver a job the next morning. And um, I was still awake around 2, 3 a.m. Because I, each time I need to impute something. This, this is over like a long period of time ago, really. But that thing, and the Holy Spirit just came. John, 3 a.m. Because of money. Very clear. I could not sleep because i le- the customer was coming the next day around 9 and i was there 3 a.m. wide open working on a computer i said lord forgive me and it was true because by that time i cannot remember the last time i was away by 3 a.m. just because i'm praying but a customer that came the day before that said i want this job tomorrow how much is it and i've charged the customer that customer could alter all my existing sleep arrangements just within a short notice. And here was I, around 3 a.m., working on something because somebody said he's traveling the next day. Traveling the next day, I need my job. Can you do it? How much will it be? And I, I charged him well, he's ready to pay. And now I'm going all out, losing my life for the sake of money. But I cannot lose it for the sake of prayer. Most of you know that this is true. Most of you know that this is true. You should see us when we are studying for exams. Or when we are studying for exams. Some of us, we even put our leg inside water. Take coffee. Do everything. The last time my wife was writing an exam, she had to leave the house around 5 a.m. Because if and when you get there, Sometimes thirty minutes late, they will not allow you to enter. But yet, the same us, we want to come to church at a time we want, and you know, so you know, as like, nothing is wrong with that. And God, for help you, if the pastor says, say, why are you coming late to church? It's like I'm doing God a favor. Look at me, I'm doing God a favor. Listen to me, and listen well. I'm not here to make you feel good, but I'm saying to you, if you have not lost your life for Christ and you are not losing your life for Christ, you are not following Jesus. You are not a disciple. I said, let Matthew 16, 25 remain on the screen. I have my reason. The words of Jesus, very, very clear. Then you wonder why So many Christians are not seeing the power of God in their life. Because God will say to them, now it is time for your job to save you. They call the name of Jesus and that problem is not moving. Because God will tell them, now it is time for your money to save you. Because I don't know you, depart from me you workers of iniquity. I don't know you, I don't know you, depart from me. You are not too close to me. There are times I wake up at 4 a.m. I forgot what I was doing around 4 a.m. You try it. By 4, 4.30, you start hearing the movement of cars. Start hearing the movement of cars. I think I was coming from, from Vigil one night or early morning at around 4.30, whatever. At this hour, Abu Ba Axis, and Ilepo here, 4.30, the coastal buses were already lined up. And you will see the staffs of most of those companies, even they are there. Some of them are just sleeping in the vehicle, company's vehicle. Now, you go out Sunday morning. By that same time, it's holiday day. What is happening to us? Go out 5 a.m. Sunday morning. You can count how many people you will see. You see, for some of us, Sunday morning is now sleeping day because, you see, what we are unconsciously, what we don't know, is that now we are serving the God called Mammon. That is why the Bible says the alternative to God is not the devil. People think that when you are not serving God, you are serving the devil. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus did not say that when you are the alternative to God is the devil. Nowhere in the Bible did Jesus said that. That if you are not serving God, you are serving the devil. No, because the devil will not come as devil and you will serve him. But Jesus said, you cannot serve God and money. The devil always takes the form of money to gain people's attention away from God. So ask Any time you are sacrificing more for money or for things that will bring money, Or that will bring the result of more money than God. Listen to me. You may be going to church. You may be carrying the biggest Bible. You may have a Christian name. But the truth is, according to the word of God, you are not serving God. You are serving money. Your God is money. You cannot, it didn't say you cannot serve God and the devil. I am yet to see any Christian that says, I want to serve the devil intentionally. But most people are serving the devil the God of money. They, their sweat, their labor, their energy, their intelligence, everything about their life is all about money, money, money. Oh, even when they are going to school, it's because they know that when they go to school, they will get a better job that will lead to better money. Everything, money, and they can release their children. Some of them will release their children from lesson in the uh, school in the morning. 8 to 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. Then as the child is coming back from school, the child eats more, then goes to lesson Why? from maybe 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Then the child comes back home and um, the child will eat or just watch cartoon or whatever then go to sleep. They don't have a problem with that. Then Saturday, they'll tell the child it's house chores days. So the child will wake up, clean the house, do everything on Saturday. They don't have a problem with that. Some pay over 40,000, 50,000, 60,000 every term. Even some over 100,000. There's a school that I know, one of my friends told me that he pays 2 million naira every term. Yeah, in this Lagos, 2 million naira every term. Because they want that child to amount to something. But check out, most parents, they don't have a budget for anything spiritual every 3 months. Most people check the assignment of their children but never check whether they have even studied the word of God the whole week. Now a new generation of children are coming up turning to lesbianism, homosexualism, criminal and the rest because see, that is what the school is making them. A certain school recently they discovered that even among their class all the children, they, are, they belong to a WhatsApp group. They share real pornography in the WhatsApp group. Secondary school children. When they discover the group, do you know that some of the girls also, they take pictures of their vagina in class and sell to that group. They say, anybody ready for this? This is the generation we have. So a, a girl is in the class, snaps up, private part, sends to this WhatsApp group and says, anybody ready for this? And the teacher is there teaching mathematics and they are just there commenting, commenting. Well, you don't blame them. That's what the parents wanted. You blame the child, but don't blame the child. Because you see, the parent focus on building the body and the intelligence and they leave God out. Some have not even bought a new Bible in one year. Don't even know whether their children have a Bible has never inspected their children's notebook from church. All the, Everything is built around this world. And including some of us. Some of us, in the last one month, does not. some of you here, do, you don't have a new memory verse. No new memory verse in one month. You say you are a Christian. Listen to me. If you are a Christian, listen, I'm going to say something that you don't like. And a month will go in your life without you having a new memory verse. You are a disaster waiting to happen. You don't like it, but it's the truth. A Christian, I'm just even making it easier for you, that cannot boast of having a new scripture in your mind in one month. You are a disaster waiting to happen. Why? Because one thing is sure. The devil will knock on your door. And when he knocks, you present your Instagram status. When he knocks, you present your Facebook. As for the devil, is every man we because he's our enemy, he's our accuser. The Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren. Jesus, even when he has fasted for 40 days, still had the devil coming to test him. You where you never fast for even one day. How much more you and I? A man who did not eat for 40 days, then the devil still had the boldness to walk to him and began to tempt him. But you remember in all that temptation, what was he saying? It is written. It is written. Imagine Jesus did not have the word. What would he have said? I had an auntie that even a cat, when I went to go and stay with her, a cat just passed through the window like that. And Of the truth, the cat was very scared because the cat stayed at the window and was staring at the kitchen. So me, I, I was there just washing plates, and I did not know the cat was there. She came in and screamed, "Ah, Jesus! The blood of Jesus! Holy Ghost fire!" And you know what? Say, "Go and kill it." She can't kill it herself. It's me that you want me to go and kill it. And you know, oh, you know them by their fruit. She asked several prophets for different prophet for cockroach, prophet for any small Ah, man of God. You see, I just saw the car now. So paranoid. So um, God is my witness. A cockroach flew in the house. She called Jesus for that cockroach. I'm telling you, God is my witness. She called Jesus for a cockroach. What if she then sees a snake? But I know of another Christian who went to pray for his father on the sick bed the Lord told him that your father is afflicted by a demonic spirit and if you don't pray for him he's going to die and this Christian brother went to his father's house and began to pray not his pastor he went there and began to pray for his father on that sick bed and as he began to pray then he finished praying he said he went out when he came back he saw a cobra lying by the side of his father a big snake was lying beside his father. And he stood there without anybody. He knew that this was not the spirit of death. The serpentine spirit that, that wanted to kill his father. He stood there, applied the authority in the name of Jesus. And bam! That serpent left. I know of another Christian who was sleeping on the bed. And at around two a.m., the Lord said to him, stand up now and go and wee-wee. And he said, when he went out to go and wee-wee and came back, right where his pillow was, a calabash had been broken there. He looked on the roof. He cannot explain how the calabash entered into the thing. You just hear some people say that they slept and they did not wake up again. Some we just be walking around and I said, but I, it was early yesterday, but something happened there. Because most Christians are very carnal. And the Bible explicitly states it. Romans chapter 8 says, to be carnally minded is death. It will lead to your death. To be WhatsApp minded, Instagram minded, TikTok minded, status minded is death. And that is what the devil wants for your life. No word. No spirituality. No prayer. Even you write here in church, you are sending messages. The Bible say is what? Death. I didn't write the Bible. You may not hear a preacher telling you this truth. But a lot of Christians are dying. Relationship is dying. Business is dying. Because why? They are carnally what?
0: Minded.
1: Carnally minded. Carnally minded. Another Christian said, "He got to his place of work, sat down, and he just felt something pulling out his anus." Somebody who went to office normally, he just become the manager. And it's now resuming day one in that place of work. And there, as he sat on that seat, he felt something. He said it was like a sharp pain in his anus. And when he stood up, blood came out. And he saw one small object that he knew that they've rubbed something. He did not know before. If somebody has come to rub something on the place, listen to me. Do you know what happened to such Christians? They've been carnally minded. Let me shock you with this. The name of Jesus in Philippians chapter 2, Bible says, Wherefore God had highly exalted him by giving him a name that is above every name. That both things in heaven, number one, both things on the earth, and both things under the earth. Heaven, three heavens. Atmospheric heavens, second heaven, and third heaven where Jesus and God stays. Earth, there are five worlds under the earth. Five worlds that I'm going to share with you. Maybe if God permits another day. Five worlds under the earth Sheol, Paradise, Atarus, the Pit, the Lake of Fire, all under the earth. Five worlds under the earth it tells you how powerful the name of Jesus is. But the question is, let me ask you this. How come the name Jesus has not solved your marital problem? How come the name of Jesus has not solved your financial problem? How come the name of Jesus has not brought healing to your body? Does that mean that that name has lost its power? No. Most people do not know that the name of Jesus has a condition to it before it releases its power. There is a condition to it. Go and check. Go and check your Bible. The Bible did not say the name of Jesus will work for everybody. There is nowhere in the scripture that you say that the name of Jesus will work for everybody. And the Bible did not say... The name of Jesus will work for anybody. So the name of Jesus will not work for everyone, and will not just work for anybody. There is a there is a terms and condition attached to that name. Now let's look at it. Am I preaching heresy? Act chapter nineteen. Is it, is it Act nineteen? Yes. Or Act chapter eight? Either eight or nineteen. The Bible says that there was one sons of Sceva. Please, technically let me look for that scripture. Sons of Sceva. They entered into the house of one that was possessed with the devil. And they said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, in the name of Jesus. Now, so, do you know what he just done? Let me tell you how they prayed. Just like some of you, us pray like that. The first said, in the name of Jesus. Then they said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. And the demon just stared and heard the name of Jesus. And that demon was not moved. The demon was just looking right at them. And the demon began to laugh. They did not misspell the name. They did not misquote the name. They called the name rightly. But there was no power. Because there is a terms and condition to releasing the power in the name of Jesus. This is what most Christians do not understand. And most of us are getting frustrated that, Lord, I am praying, I am praying, I am, I am believing God, call the name of Jesus, but nothing is happening. No, the name of Jesus will not work for everybody and will not just work for anybody. So you have okay, good, Act chapter nine, verse fourteen, and he. No, 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 no. To God, sons of Skiver is it nineteen? Am I right? Act nineteen. So go to Act nineteen. Yeah, I know it's Act nineteen. Sons of Skiva is. Let's look at it. Act nineteen, good, from verse fourteen, and there were seven sons of one Skiver, a Jew and a chief of the priests, which did so. Verse fifteen. What does it say? Verse 15 Is somebody alive at behind the screen? What does verse 15 says? And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. What's the question here? They don't have identity. So you see that when I said the name of Jesus does not work for everybody, and will not just work for anybody. Go to verse 13. Look at what they did. Verse 13. I'm talking about the cross now. Verse 13. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon themselves to call over them which had evil spirits. The name of who? Are you there with me? The name of who are they calling? So you see, they first called the name of the Lord Jesus. So they entered the room and began to call Jesus! Jesus! Just like some of us, we call that name at, at every small thing. Jesus! Jesus! And nothing is happening. Then when they realized that nothing was happening, then they look at it, comma. then they said again, we adore you by Jesus! Whom Paul preached Haven't you to hear people say, oh God! Pastor John Joseph. That's what they are just saying. Oh God! and they look for a very popular maybe known anointed man of god oh god of this man of god is a very wrong way to pray it is when you don't have anything in you you pray that way it is wrong to pray that way because you see the last people that have prayed like that in the bible they didn't get any results now who is it that the name of jesus will work for what is what releases the power in the name of jesus In the book of uh, John chapter 14 Jesus said Whatsoever you ask the Father In my name The word asked there is the word prayer In other words The first condition For the name of Jesus To release power in your life Is that You must be a person that prays regularly. You must first know that name in the place of prayer. Once you don't meet the condition of fellowshipping with that name in the place of prayer, once you are the type whose prayer life is not regular, the name of Jesus you will call it but will not answer for you. Let's look at what the Bible says about him. John chapter 16 or chapter 14. I'm going to give it. Jesus gave it. It was very explicit about this. The book of John chapter 14. Chapter 14. Verse 13. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. John chapter 16, verse 23. In that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Verse 24. Either have you asked nothing in my name, ask and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. Verse 26, And that day ye shall ask in my name, and I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. So the name of Jesus, condition number one, answers to the prayerful. This is why the devil always attacks your prayer life. And let me tell you now, the attack of, on your prayer life now begins with your social media life. Oh, if you are not ready to lose your social media life, you cannot be prayerful. Try it and see. Do you know why? Because Proverbs chapter 14 says, guard your heart. No, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Proverbs 4, verse 23. says, guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life." When you leave your heart open for every tom-dee canary to enter into it, what will begin to flow will not be issues, will not be real things, will start be dirty things, polluted things. And the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, what? Speak it. So what you will say in the place of prayer is what has found its way into your life. Now, if what has found its way into your life is not from the word of God, it's from social media, you cannot pray more than 10 minutes. Because you cannot tell your friend, you cannot tell God about all the status you have viewed on social media. You cannot tell God about the comedy you just finished, Mark Angels and the rest you have watched on social media. This is why a lot of people who you see so much active on social media don't have a prayer life. Because what will flow out of their life is not relevant to the place of prayer. Do you understand? They've, their heart is open and filled with polluted things. They kneel before a God who they want to now express their heart to. But they are lost of words. But there is no one who sucks in the word that will not be prayerful. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you today? Get it right. The devil is wise. So and when you have no fellowship with the name in the place of prayer. why won't an arrow find its way into your life? It's an embarrassment for an arrow of the devil to flourish in the body of a believer. There is no way I stand here to be, see, unless you can prove it to me, this generation of arrow-seeking believer or arrow-running believer or arrow-fearful believers came as a result of carnality their life is centered around all the men of God in their life from one prophet to the other from one pastor to the other but no place of prayer can you imagine the devil look at the devil Even the, the devil did not just fire arrow he came directly to Jesus and yet he could not even put headache in his life he came in close contact with Jesus yet he could not even put the slightest sickness on him he was never sick why? Go and check the life of Jesus. Every small opportunity, he withdraws to the place of prayer. Where is the place of your altar? God did not say, prophet should take his place, pastor should take his place. He wants to, you to have. So you are finished watching all the pornography. Finished doing everything. The crisis have come. You want a man of God to pray for you. When you are saying your amen, what is coming up? Pollution. Pollution out of the abundance of the heart, The mouth speakers. Pollution. Pollution. So Matthew 6, 20, 16, 25. He that whosoever will save his life will lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, you cannot be worldly and spiritual at the same time. There is a price to pay to follow Jesus. So, the condition of the name of Jesus, number one, answers to the prayerful. If you don't meet that condition, forget it. And you already know by now, for some of us, you've been praying, but no results. Because the name that's supposed to open the door for you does not go with his power. By the grace of God, I'm going to share you, maybe in the second service that goes with, the condition number two. But beloved, this morning, I am making an altar call. It's time to lose your life for the sake of God. Do you know? I was talking with some people during the week. Was I gathered some people who were just fasting and praying together? And one of the things some of them said, hey, "Pastor, I came to the point where I had to start deleting most of this social media app for my phone." You see. If you are not watching, watch and pray. This era of social media, number one thing that is killing spirituality. If you are not ready to stay away for a season on your Instagram, on your Facebook, on all this TikTok, you are not ready to lose. It must cost you. I'm not against them, but it, the evidence is clear. You cannot be spiritual and be socially active at the same time. There's a price to pay. Matthew 16, 25 again. Look at it. The words of Jesus. The words of Jesus. Whosoever is, give me Matthew 16, 25 and whosoever will lose his life for my sake for my sake shall save it. Whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall save it this morning, my altar call is ready to lose your life. Ready to lose your comforts, Ready to lose the things that are dear to you that makes you, you feel pleasure to have Jesus. Matthew sixteen twenty-five. is it there in your Bible? Is it there in your Bible? Is it really there in your Bible? Okay. For whosoever will save his life shall what? Lose it. And whosoever we lose is lie for my sake, you have been losing your life for the sake of your job, for the sake of your school, for the sake of your career. You come from work so tired, so fucked out, that you cannot even lift up. Now nah, be ready to lose. Be ready to lose. Say, Lord, I'm going to let go. The money that I will gain from Working extra. I'm ready to go. Those bonus. I want to let it go. So I can arrive early to be with you. When you fellowship with him in the place of prayer. That name Jesus. Will begin to work wonders in your life. But the name of Jesus. Will not answer for those. Who are not ready to lose. You must lose. To fellowship with him in the place of prayer. Stand to your feet with me this morning. I want you to pray about some of the addictions that are battling with your life right now. And I believe you can lay them at the feet of the cross this morning. You know some of those addictions that have taken the place of God in your life. So those things that you are losing now, your life for, but that is not God, it's time to talk to God about it why should you be a Christian and you are calling the name of Jesus and nothing is happening in your life it's an embarrassment to the kingdom of God because everything about God is invested in that name when you call the name Jesus you are calling everything all the names of God put together Jehovah Jireh Jehovah Shalom Jehovah Rafi. all is invested in that name every name of God is invested in the name of Jesus. So it's an embarrassment to God for you to be defeated calling the name of Jesus. Talk to God this morning. Say, Lord, I'm losing my life for your sake right now. Pray about those addictions. Those addictions. And begin to say, Father, today I'm laying them down at the cross. Every one of those addictions. It, no matter how logical they may be even your career even your marriage even your children whatever is in drain your life your work with God laid it down say Lord give me the wisdom to rise above this addiction in my life deliver me from this addiction Lord talk to God this morning talk to God this morning talk to God this morning the name of Jesus is powerful is awesome God wants to take you to higher heights higher heights higher heights higher heights a place of depths deeper walk with God deeper walk with God a place of intimacy intimacy a place of closer walk with God pull down every thoughts that have exalted itself against the knowledge of God in your life they thought that oh without your you without this you cannot survive the all that matters is God God comes first every other thing lasts God comes first every other thing lasts talk to God this morning say Lord come and take your place every addiction every addiction sexual addiction pleasures addiction career addiction that has taken that is choking the love of god in your life it's time to lay it down it's time to lay it down it's time to lay it down it's time to lay, it down. Time to lay it down now ask for more of him i want more of you jesus sing that welcome with me i want more of you, oh yes, Jesus. The more I know you, oh yes, is the more I want to know you, Jesus. Can that be your prayer this morning before we round up? I want more of you, oh yes, I want not more of my social media not more of the pleasures of this world but more of you jesus that's what i want
0: come on jesus the more i know you oh the more i want to know you More, more of you oh yes more of you more of you From the depth of your heart,
1: more,
0: more, of, you. more, of, you, more of you, Jesus. Jesus Just more
1: of now lift your hands and say, Lord, I want more, Lord. Fill me with more of you, Lord. Let your glory saturate my life. Purge me from every carnality, every worldliness. Jesus, more of you, my life. Just lift your voice and raise your hands to him and just ask for more. Be tested for more right now. Be tested for more right now. Be tested for more right now. He, needs, he, wants, he wants to use you. He wants to fill you. He wants to give you victory in every aspect of your life. He wants to wipe your tears away. He wants to help you, help you in every... In just all he's asking is, let me have my way in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I pray for everyone this morning. Those who are watching online. Those who are going to be listening to this or watching this sermon later on. Those who are here right now. Oh God. We want more of your anointing in our lives. Now Lord, take more of us. purge us with the blood of Jesus just from every addiction I pray for your people right now every addiction that is taking them away from you I command that addiction now in the name of Jesus lose your power
0: over them now amen. in the name of Jesus amen Break out of it now. Amen. Break out of it now. Amen. In the name
1: of Jesus. Amen. Now I pray for you. The grace to lose your life for the sake of Jesus. That you may have more of Him. Receive that grace now in the name of Jesus.
0: Amen.
1: Father, I thank you for those who are believing in Jesus right now.
0: Thank you, Jesus.
1: Those who are saying, Jesus, come and help me. Thank you. Because when we call upon your name, you will answer us. Let your help locate them now. Yes. Fill them with your glory. Yes. Draw these ones closer to you, Lord. Amen. For in Jesus' name I have
0: prayed. Amen.
1: Shout, Amen, somebody. Amen. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus.
0: We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please double our website at www.outc.ng. May God bless you.